Hello, friends. Welcome to Level Up with Debbie Neal. I am your host. There is nowhere I would rather be than right here, right now with you. This podcast is all about leveling up in all aspects of our lives. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Together, we are leveling up. You ready? Are you a network marketing professional? Are you looking to get crystal clear on your goals and what you have to do to achieve them? If the answer is yes, keep listening. My friends over at 90 Day Habits created a journal specifically for network marketers. It is the exact blueprint they use to reach the top 1% in their network marketing company. This 90 Day Habits journal will help you stay intentional, organized, and build habits to keep you on track toward your business goals. I use this journal. I love the creators of this journal. I love the energy around it, and I love the results it brings to my daily organization. Leaders make quick decisions. Then they make the right decision. Make the decision to commit to your business today with the 90-Day Habits Journal available at 90-90-DAYHABITS.CO, 90dayhabits.co, and use Level Up 15, all capital, for 15% off your order. Hello, my Level Up family. I am so excited, extra excited to be here with you guys today. So those of you that are my regular listeners and you know the way that I roll and I speak to you about why I love doing this podcast so much. And I love doing this podcast so much because it helps me live out my purpose in life, which is getting into the hearts and the souls of incredible humans like you to help you tap into your God-given potential. So you guys are in for a treat today because you know what? I have a guest on today that does that for me. She's a huge part of who I am today. And I'm a really big believer that as we go through life, we're meant to meet the people that we're meant to meet. Now, some of those people are thorns in your side. They're meant to challenge you. They're meant to grow you. But then there's some people that like, they're just meant to love you, but also challenge you, bring out the very best hear from Deanna Heron today, but I want to give you guys a little bit of a, of a backstory of Deanna Heron. So Deanna Heron and I are both top leaders in the same company, but I did not know Deanna Heron when I started my journey. She was already where I wanted to be when I started my journey. And so I actually, I was a guest on her podcast today and I, and I shared this story, but I was at a, a big conference in a huge arena where there were tens of thousands of people it was my first big conference and you were seated according to rank. So at the time I was like so far up, like, like the people that were speaking looked like fleas. Okay. And so I saw these incredible women being recognized for huge accomplishments. And I, there was something that they were all amazing. All of them were, but there was something different about Deanna Heron. You know, like when the love of your life walks in, you're like, yeah, that's them. And so she just, she was just wearing white and she was magical. And I'm like, I don't know who that woman is, but we're meant to live on this life, like as really close people, like family. And so I continued to grow my business. I'm not going to walk up and introduce myself like that, like a stalker, right? Because, but I just continue to grow and evolve and just challenge myself. And by pushing myself to excellence, it got me around the tables where Deanna Heron was. 
right? And so, and I posted about this because her and I went on a trip together and I said, you don't need to earn friendships. However, you become a some of the five people you hang around with the most. She wasn't around the tables that I was sitting. I needed to rise up and be bigger to be around the table she was sitting. And so we began this friendship. And for, gosh, I don't know how long it's been now, a while we, we've cried, we've laughed. We've laughed so hard, you guys. It's very vulnerable for me to tell you that I need to pack extra underwear when we're together, okay? Like that's the deal that we have. And she's challenged me. She's pushed me. She's a big reason why this podcast was born. She's a big reason of why I am who I am in the professional world. I'm really excited to have Deanna on here because we really need like four or five hours for her to share all the things I want to share with. But we're going to start with just a little bit about who she is, her story, and then we're going to have some fun with this. You guys, we didn't even plan this. So it's going to be a surprise to us today what we're talking about, (laughs) but we're going to see where this goes. So Deanna, I am so grateful and I'm so excited that you're here today. Like I love you with all the fibers of my being. I love you. I love you too, Debbie. And what an honor really to be a part of this podcast and really just to see our growth together. It's just so fun for us to be on parallel journeys in this life in so many ways. So it's thank you for for asking me to be a part of your podcast for sure. Tell, like I, we want a story. Like who what is who story? are you? What do you do? Okay. Where did like what okay. how do you sum up who is Deanna Heron? Uh that is a that is a very long well, we're still figuring that out. So conversation yeah. for yeah. sure. Yes. Um but I um first I am a mom of three amazing kids and I have two amazing grand boys that I absolutely adore. We uh, moved five years ago to a small town and um, which has absolutely rocked my world because I'm a city girl through and through and, but it's so beautiful here and I've been able to really tap into something inside of me that I didn't really know existed in the noise and the distractions of, of being in a city But what you and I have in common is our commonality is we have a business and we work together and that's how I got to know you. But prior to being in that space, I practiced medicine as a physician's assistant. I practiced internal medicine and that was really my heart and what I really felt that my life needed needed to be until I had children and that absolutely changed the trajectory of my life. And I knew that I wanted to give my children the the very best of me, and I felt like they were getting the rest of me. And I made that pivot into a home business that I have now been in for 24 and a half years uh, later, and my kids are grown, and I was absolutely able to spend so much time and invest in their lives, and that's truly what I wanted. But the most recent thing is I became a best-selling author a year ago yesterday. It's my one year wow. book anniversary. And I have to say, I'm so privileged because I got to read chapter one before chapter one was even a book. And you know, you know that somebody, I'm not saying this is an accolade to myself, respects you when they say, will you read this? And that to me, was one of the greatest honors of our friendship because we really push each other and challenge each other. And we take each other's opinions really really to gospel. And I'm so proud of you for that because I've watched you really evolve 
and become who you're meant to be in this world. And w- you and I are also really big believers that we we could use our pain for good and that we we don't always see it at the time, but we do grow through things to grow us so we so we can grow others. So you've really used your story to change so many people's lives. And I know that birthing that book was really special for you. It was also really challenging and hard for you because it's like you relived so much, so much all over again. So I would love for you to share, share about your book with everyone. Yeah. So Yeah. I mean, I get a little teary just, just thinking about the whole process. And when I pulled up on my Instagram, you know, I, the book was published to 2222. So yesterday when it pulled up on my Instagram, I just like, wow, I, I freaking did that. I, I wrote that book. I published it and it was by far the hardest journey I've ever had, but the most transformational. And the journey really began in 2016, when my mom, when my mother passed away suddenly, and I was actually here in our space where we where we live today, and I was here to grieve because I was the one that was so busy doing all the things for the funeral, and that's actually my go to mechanism when I don't want to feel, I just stay busy. And I know there's probably a lot of your listeners out there that can relate to that a a little bit, but that was always my go-to. I'll just keep busy so I don't have to feel these emotions and really grieve. But I came here and it was when I was here sitting on the front porch and this, this, this place is just absolutely amazing. Just nature all around. You really feel connected to God when you're here. And I, I heard the words, Deanna, you need, you need to write a book about your story. And it wasn't the first time that I heard that. It was probably 10 years before that, but I, I just wasn't ready. I didn't feel like I was ready. And I sat at, I sat on that front porch and I thought to myself, what in the world is my story? What is my story? As I sat there and contemplated, and it was really that, you know, God told me, Deanna, your story is your journey with alcohol and how you have overcome that. And it took a few years for me to really dive into that journey. But as I started to write on paper, and I know a lot of people, a lot of women want to write a book, but there's only, I think, 3% that will actually complete it. And I want you to know that the thing that keeps us from writing the book is actually not knowing the how and what is going to turn out. And I want to encourage you that if that is something that you are thinking about doing, you just have to start. You just have to start writing the words on pages. And as I started to write the words on pages, the chapters started to evolve and the theme of the book started to evolve. So the book is really about the traps that we get caught up in life that keep us from our greatest self, the traps that we believe we are here for on this earth. And, you know, my trap was, you know, the belief system that I had that kept me small And by the outside world, I didn't look small, but on the inside, I felt super small. And I was numbing those limiting beliefs and that self-doubt and those insecurities with alcohol. And it wasn't until I wrote the book where I realized, you know what? I haven't dealt with this. I really, I, I I, I was sober at the time, but I really hadn't dealt with, you know, what was really going on on the inside. And I hired six coaches in two years to to really help me through that process. And one of them was a coach that, that we shared together. 
The other one was a book coach. And then I, I had someone who helped me with my mindset. But really what helped me is really diving into trauma, like really doing some trauma work and understanding where those limiting beliefs come from. And, and that was transformational for my life. And, you know, you think writing that book, writing your story, oh, there's so much healing, but the healing was just beginning when the book process, during the book process. So it's been an amazing journey and I have come out on the other side of it for sure. I've learned so much about myself. And I think the biggest thing for me is just teaching other women that, you know, we all have our own journey. We all numb somehow whether it's through busyness, whether it's through food, whether it's for through shopping on Amazon, I think we can all be guilty of that. Um, whether it is, you know, through alcohol, et cetera, we all numb somehow. And what is it that you're numbing? And it's time to really do that deep dive in so that you can step into that greatest version of yourself. Okay. So that was a long version of no, that, I lo- that I love story. That. And I, I loved your book. I read it so quickly. And of course, I was like extra proud because I'm like, I know the author and she's like my family. And But you hit on something that was so interesting that I feel like everybody can really relate to because you and I, by today's standards, are, are successful. We are successful in in our space. But we also have trauma in our life. And I think everybody to some degree has trauma. And we were both very blessed to be with a business that... I think so often my question is people want it, whether it's to be an entrepreneur or to be something, they go through the motions and you will hit roadblocks. You will hit obstacles. You will want to quit from time to time. You will think you're not worthy. You will come up with excuses. And so many people walk away from their potential and they'll think it's the company or it's the timing or it's the network, or but really it's so much within ourselves. So I know that I have a lot of listeners, you know, this podcast is prime. It's all different walks of life, but a lot of times it's people looking to like level up their success. And this is a big part of it. So, you know, what advice would you give people? Because you don't just become successful. You need to unbecome, right? To, to become and doing that work. Yes. So that's that's actually what the book is. It's about. It's the journey of me unbecoming, unbecoming the untruths that kept me small, believing that um, a certain achievement was my life's purpose. And I'm not saying anything wrong with achievements because you and I both know um, we do achieve, we do set goals, but the achievement is not the answer to fulfillment. And that was my journey is that I felt like all of these traps, the journey of achievement, the journey of having money, um, you know, et cetera, those things would be fill that soul's purpose. And it doesn't matter where you are on your journey. I will tell you that just like you said, Debbie, we're all going to hit roadblocks. And what people want to do when they hit a roadblock is they want to look at the circumstance, just like you shared. It's the circumstance. It's um, it's the person. It's the business. It's the boss. It's my team. Whatever that happens to be, we want to we want to place blame in another area. But the circumstance is just the outpicturing of your belief system. And your belief system comes from the original thought that was created during a traumatic event. And I just want to address that for just a second because there's so many people out there that that 
think trauma is something that happens to people over years and years. And, you know, we have a tendency to go, well, I don't have any of that. But trauma is something that we decide about ourselves in a highly emotional negative state. And that decision, that thought that we decided about ourselves is we decide that between five minutes and 24 hours. So it's not a long time event. It could be a breakup of a boyfriend. And I've had many of those. So I probably have to do a deep dive into what that story was. But it's a story that we create about ourselves. For example, if it was a boyfriend breakup, I will never be lovable. And we don't realize that we decided that, but we decided that in our subconscious mind and that plays out in our life. And we subconsciously will attract that in our life. And so if at some point you made the decision, I don't deserve success or I'm not worthy of success, whatever that was, that's going to stop you dead in your tracks. And the answer is not the circumstance. The answer is changing the thought process. So that right there, like really so many things popped into my head. So let's let's call on like listeners to really think here. How when we talk about trauma, because a lot of times, just like you said, people could think trauma could think devastating. Okay. But a negative thought that takes root over time is devastating, right? So it could be as simple as somebody looking at you when you were little and saying, You're not worthy, or you're not pretty enough, or you don't, you know, you're not educated enough or nobody in our family ever made more than this. This, this is, you know, successful people are lucky people. It could be somebody who attempted to build a business and become an entrepreneur and fell. And if you, if you do it again, it's not going to last. Success won't last. Money doesn't stick to you. You'll, so it's these thoughts and we know that what you focus on expands. And this is, I would love to tell all of you that, oh my God, it's just, just one day, your, all of your thoughts are going to be rainbows and butterflies, which is so significant because butterflies are so special to you. Um, but so, so like, what advice, talk about this. Let's talk about this further because these thoughts are the reason why 99% of people are where they are. Because you could be going through the motions and doing all the things, but if your belief is you're not going to be that person, you're not going to be that person. You could be sharing your business with tons of people, but if your belief is that people don't want to follow you, people don't want to follow you, right? So how do we switch this around? Because again, you could listen to all the personal growth in the in the world, but if you're if what's taking root in your body and in your mind are these thoughts, you're going to become, your your thoughts become a belief, your belief creates your actions and your actions create your reality. Yes. So let's talk about this. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's really interesting because sometimes our belief system, our subconscious mind only knows to say yes to whatever we tell it. So if we've told our subconscious mind that we're ugly, every time we look in the mirror, we are going to see ugliness. Um, you know, that's an e- some somewhat easier thing to track than the story that we make up. If someone has told us, girl, you need to, you know, you need to slim down your, your butt's getting big, whatever that is, that's an easier one for us to track because 
we know that that was said to us. The hardest ones to track are the ones, the stories that we make up during that event. No one necessarily said anything to us, but we made it up based on that circumstance. For example, I'm not wanted. So whatever happened, I have uh, uh, lots of people that I that I talk to, I'm not wanted is a story. It really, it comes down to worth. When we really look at it, it's, it's a worth. Um, and I want to go into that in just a second. But the way that this shows up in your life is you're stuck. way that it shows up in your business is you're stuck. You can't seem to move the needle toward success. And what we have a tendency to do is we have a tendency to go, okay, I'm just going to work harder. I'm, I, I'm not working hard enough. I'm just working harder. And so we try to work harder. And that lasts for a little while, but that belief system will stop you again. And it's that continuing to move forward, come back, move forward, come back. And it causes a lot of frustration. And that frustration is what makes people leave and look for something different. But what you have to understand is moving to something different does not change the story. The story will still be present. You have to identify the times when you are procrastinating, when you feel frustrated, when you're constantly going, oh, I didn't do this this week. I need to start over and I need to just work harder. Work ethic is amazing, but your mind controls the actions. And, you know, for me, just to be brutally, brutally honest, I paid for my first counseling session when I was 21 on my own. I paid for all of that. And I've been through counseling and counseling is amazing. But it wasn't until I hired this trauma coach who really did the deep dive into when that event happened, we were able to change the story. So knowing when the story was created, and then we were able to stand in my truth. And something that I want your listeners to know too, is the moment we decide anything that is not our truth, the truth and who we're created to be, we are divine we are all powerful. We are all knowing. We are creators. We are love. We are trust. Stand in the truth of who God created us to be is the moment we cause division. And so going back to the unbecoming, back to the divine of who you're created to be has been transformational for my life. And when, you, and when we talk about standing in our truth, because you and I also went through a similar program when we talked about energy, right? And when mm-hmm. we're feeling um, guilt or we're feeling resentment or we're feeling shame and all of these go, like if we're on a journey of success or looking to expand and we're, and we, we're, we're dealing with all this stuff, those feelings come up and it, it affects our energy. It affects our results. And so when you're reprogramming your mind and you're coming up with your truth, right? And I know we both know this, like you'd say something and then I would say, is that true? Is that true? Do I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that that is true? And just about every single time it's no, that was a story that I told myself that I'm living in. I wrote it. I narrated it. I authored it. I, you know, I published it and now I'm living it. Right. So that's a real big thing. So those are the thoughts. And so one of the, the big words that you and I are so passionate on is belief. Yes. Like belief. And when you even look yes. at, I'm, I'm going to pivot here just a little bit because 
you, when it comes to like your business and the, you know, as an entrepreneur, where did belief, because this, you became successful before you really did a lot of the deep dive. And that's also what I want people to know. You can be working while you're transforming, right? right? It's not like, let me just go train. You, you were working, you built an incredible, um, successful business. Like what tips would you give people? Because you were still able to do that and doing a lot of personal growth, right? But minding your mind, building that belief through it all. Yes. Building. Yeah, for sure. Yes. I was definitely able to be successful and it was, um, you know, just, I, I know, and Debbie, you're the same way. I know that if I put both feet into something, I will succeed. I innately know that. And it's partly because I've always had to do that. And I just, I knew that I would be successful. Was my belief there 100% of the time? No, it was little small, seemingly insignificant goals that I hit over time that grew my belief. And, you know, those things that, that you do behind the scenes that nobody else sees, those are the things that as you reach that goal from doing those small things, that's where your belief will grow. And it's celebrating your little wins on a regular basis. And sometimes we forget that all the work that we do that nobody sees, we forget how important that is. And we just celebrate the big win. And for me, it was celebrating the little wins and celebrating the little wins through buying myself something or treating myself to something. It was, I mean, I am, give me a gift for the work that I do. And that's how I really patterned my journey was celebrating the small wins, recognizing those wins, but also a tremendous amount of personal growth. I mean, I am, I am a learner. I, I think I probably have a library of 50 books that are waiting on me to read. I just love to learn. So learning how to be a leader, learning how to communicate, learning how to build teams. So it was just all of, all of those things over time uh, really helped grow that belief system to where I was. So you for said sure. something really interesting. You said yes. it was all of the small wins that I celebrated that led me to the big wins. And so you know what I heard? I know what you meant, but I also know what I heard. There are so many people that have these big goals and they get frustrated when the big goals are not met. But you guys, this goes to winning in the dark. This goes by doing the work when nobody's watching you. It's being consistent when nobody's pushing you. It's putting one foot in front of the other when nobody's cheering for you. And so like Deanna said, she started her business when she was full-time physician's assistant, full-time physician's assistant. And so it's, you know, talk to us about the power of consistency, because that's really what I heard there. So many people want the big spotlight, the big accolade, the big goal, the big income, but there's, it's so much work. It's so much small stuff. It's so many failures along the way. It's how many times I know I've heard, what would you say in this situation? What would you say in that situation? Everybody's looking for this perfect script instead of building the experience. I've learned how to say, because what to say, because I've said the wrong thing so many times. There's so many times I was like, oh, I don't think I should have said that. Didn't go over that well, but I learned 
I learned, but it's, it's being consistent. I also remember something you said to me was, it was at the beginning of our friendship journey. And I looked at you and I said, Deanna, you know, I, 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 you probably remember this conversation. I'm trying to say it without giving all the details because I don't want to, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I basically said, you know, everybody kind of, you don't have to be a certain way to be successful, but yet I'm looking around and everybody kind of has this common trait about them. And she looked at me and said, Debbie Neal. And she said, how did you do what you did? And I was like, well, belief and, and mindset. And she's like, no, it was discipline. It was discipline, right? And that ties into the small wins, having the discipline to, to do something that's moving the needle forward to help you accomplish the bigger wins. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And it is in those small wins and the consistency that makes momentum in any business, in any relationship, in your money, in in your spirituality. It is those small, seemingly insignificant things over time that create habits and create that, that momentum with anything in your life. But the consistency is such a tricky thing because it's consistency in the things that move the needle. We can be consistently consistent in things that are is busy work, but it's the consistency in in the things that will move the needle. And it's the same thing. You know, we coach so many women in our businesses and you know, it's the same thing with your family. It's the consistency at which you build that long-lasting relationship. It's not necessarily long increments of time. It's being intentional about the time that you have. And that to me is what consistency is. And consistency in my business, I was working 50 to 60 hours a week in medicine. I had a a three-year-old and a three-month-old when I started my business and my husband traveled. So if you look at my life, I had zero time extra, but that's the very reason why I needed the business that I, that I built. And my time was limited on what I could spend, but I spent that time consistently. And the disconnect for a lot of people is, is thinking that you have to have this enormous amount of time. And if you do invest it, I didn't have that enormous amount of time, but I spent it on the things that moved the needle in my business, not the busy work. And I will be the first to tell you a lot of the paperwork and a lot of those admin things, they definitely went by the wayside because that wasn't moving the needle in my business. That might explain why I still don't know how to make a flyer. (laughs) Okay. You, you left. Delegation's a great but thing. I'm not, I am very blessed to be surrounded by people that make me better and have different strengths. I mean, I could, I could figure it out, but for that time invested, somebody else can make it in 3.2 seconds. Exactly. Because I, exactly. I think I take the slow boat to wherever with that. So I don't even know how much time we've been chatting. I could talk to you all day. But, yes. but this is what I want to ask you. What else that you'd like to share with people? Is there something, whether it's a tip on success, something else about your book, something else? Because here's what I know. There's going to be people listening to this today and they're going to be like, that was it. I've got it. Like, you don't, you don't know where you're going to hear your million dollar idea. You don't know what it is that's going to literally change the trajectory of your life. And you have just so much 
golden things inside of you that like, what is it? Is it something from your book? Is it, is it a top tip? Is it what? I think the biggest thing for me, um, to tell women, you know, in the space that I am right now. So I, right now I coach very successful women who have hit that, hit that block and I help them uncover their, what I call BS, their belief system and uncover that belief system that is not their truth. Um, but you know, for women, I think it's so easy sometimes for us to abandon ourselves and abandon ourselves for those limiting beliefs, abandon the impact that we are here on earth created to make. And, and I want you to know, everyone is created for impact. There are people out there waiting for you to step into your greatness, to just do the work, to just create the discipline, to just believe in yourself. There are people waiting for you and, and they were designed just for you to impact. And we abandon that because of our BS, our belief systems. We abandon that because we have forgotten who we are created to be. And I just want to encourage you guys that really we all go through that. Every leader that you see on social media who is all glitz and glamour have all been through times when we have abandoned ourselves. And don't abandon your greatness. That's just what I want to encourage you. Don't abandon that woman that you are created to be. She's pretty dang special. And she has such an incredible impact in this world. And I'll never forget our, our energy coach. And she said to me, um, I was really afraid to get that book out. And that's what kept me from from writing it for three or four years. I was really afraid. I was really afraid to be vulnerable about my story and my journey with alcohol. I was really afraid and, and scared to, to just share my childhood. And I mean, that's a very vulnerable place. And I was really afraid because I didn't know the how, like, I don't, I don't know how to write a book. I know how to read them, but I've never written a book. Um, I can definitely prescribe medications and treat whatever diagnosis that you have, and I can help you build a bang-up team, but writing a book was not in my wheelhouse at that point. But you know, it was that next level up for me, and I knew that I needed to do it, and that's why I hired the people that I hired, but it was our energy coach that she said to me, Deanna, how many lives would you have impacted in the last four years if you would have gotten that book out? when you were called to write it. And at that moment, I'll never forget, I was standing in my closet with my cell phone and it was like, I just got like the biggest sucker punch in my gut. I mean, I could actually feel it talking to you right now. It was like someone just hit me in the gut. And it was at that moment where I realized, Deanna Heron, this is not about you. This is not about you. It's about the call that you had to write a book because it was going to impact people. This is not about you, my friend. And it was at that moment where I absolutely made that, that pivot of understanding. And we know this, right? We know that it's we, we do things to add value to other people, but it was that fear that was so oh, consuming in my life at that point. And I want you guys to know that too. That That's a- Don't wait. 
that's yeah. an amazing thought because as you're speaking, for you it was a book. For me, it was building a business and and doing my podcast and speaking. For others, it could be the next level of success, their business. And I remember when I even think about my business, before I started mine, I was like, how will it impact me? How will it impact my family? What will my day look like? What will my time look like? Um, you know, my babies at the time were really small. What if people don't get it? What if people laugh at me? And the same thing, it was, it was all about me. And I decided to, to persevere in, in a business that I knew nothing about, but I, was, I, I just felt this calling and this tugging on my heart. And every year, I'm more and more sentimental about taking that leap because I, and I mean this in the most, with the most humility, I look at all the lives that were changed yeah. because I stepped into faith over fear and I, and I started yes. to pursue something that I, I just had a deep knowing I had a calling on. And that's what I, re I really want you guys to all really think about when we are where we are or we're sitting in our BS, Okay. She said BS. I thought of something else. You know what I'm saying? Which I'm sure you did as well. Who, you're not just holding yourself back. If you're a parent, you're, you're, what example, and I'm saying this in the most loving way, you guys know the way I roll. What example are you showing your, your children? If you're going to touch lives through leveling up, through becoming your next version that you, they don't even exist right now in your mind and in your vision, but that's how we have an impact in the world. And I remember somebody who was in my life and in my business, she's, she's not anymore. She was definitely one of those people that were meant to be in my life, but for a season. And she, she, she tried me in many ways than one, but I'm actually very grateful for her. And she looked at me one day and she said, Debbie Neal, you're not that significant. And I remember thinking, of course I am. Like, what's wrong with you? Why would you even say that? But it really took me like two years to really get it. And what she was saying was, Debbie Neal, this is not about you. This is not about you. So I think what we'd, I'd really love it all to, to sink in with you today is whatever it is that's on your heart. Whatever it is, maybe it's a book for you. Maybe it's a business for you. Maybe it's a promotion for you. Maybe it has nothing to do with success and it's something personal in your life. What, who are you holding back? What are you waiting for? Because we have one life and absolutely no dress rehearsal. So Dan, I can't thank you enough for being here today. I feel so grateful and I would love, first of all, if you have anything last minute that you want to add, please add it. Because I know we just did this on yours. You're like, where can people find you? And I'm like, oh, I have something else to say. <laughs> so if you've got one of those, please roll with it. But also where, where can people find you? Where can people connect with you? Deanna is on social media and she, like, you'd never follow me to see a reel. I'm going to learn them, but like, she does great reels. Like she's just fun. Her stuff is aesthetically beautiful. Mine is not, but that's okay. <laughs> we're like, we're still two peas in a pod. So we're competing. Yeah. You know what? My, my reels are just, that's my creative fun side. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I just, I enjoy that. But my Instagram is uh, at Deanna Heron, H-E-R-R-I-N. And my website is net. So you can catch me on either one of those for sure. And Debbie, it was such an honor. I, 
we can just roll with things and just have a conversation. This was so beautiful and I love you so much and appreciate you. And you've been so instrumental in my life and my growth and you are my truth teller. And I love you to the moon. You are you are mine. I am grateful for you. I'm so proud of you. And every time you push through to the next level, you you serve me more. We don't do it intentionally, but you serve me more because you have more wisdom and more insight and you've done more work, right? So when we grow ourselves, we grow the people around us so much. So, so in addition to our very inspiring conversations, we still also have our train wreck conversations, you guys, but that's <laughs> just, <laughs> that's just what keeps life real. Like we'll hang up. I'm like, I better go listen to one of my podcasts and you go better read your book. <laughs> okay. So true. I love so you. So true. You guys have the most amazing day and go challenging. Go challenge yourself to challenge your limiting beliefs because you were made for more. I love you all. <laughs>